When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Happer and Shaper. He says I take no joy in life. I can see that. Coming at you live from Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Why? Why are you yelling at me? Whatever. Make me a bicycle clown. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Connor Happer. You might want to look away for this. Mike Shaper. My boy's wicked smart. This is Happer and Shaper. Get one man break. Holy moly. Man, woman, and child did that. Put him in the aisle. He's gone. Touchdown. 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 To the middle. Juggle. Diving. Touchdown, Nebraska. Davis and Evans are pushing. Big crowd. 15, 10, 5, touchdown. Kellogg's throw. It's going to be tipped and caught. It's caught. It's caught in the touchdown. Western Town. They give it to Janovich, and he powers for a first down and more. There goes Andy Janovich. He just obliterates the guy at a peelback block. I mean, he knocked him from here to Sunday. Welcome back in. 10 o'clock hour of Haber and Schaefer here on 93.7 The Ticket in the ticketfm.com. Connor Happer, Mike Schaefer with you. 10 o'clock on a Friday, final hour, which means it is time for the fastest hour in sports radio, which is brought to you by Allo. Allo's internet is backed by a 100% fiber optic network, providing more speed, more reliability, more of the local support and service you love. And their standard speed is 500 meg. That's upload and download speed. Does your provider give you the same Upload speeds? I don't think so. Call Allo today, 402-480-6550, or, or chat with them online at allofiber.com. The fastest hour in sports radio. We begin with Nebraska's keys to the game against Purdue. By the way, slight, uh, slight, I guess, amendment to the fastest hour in sports radio. Chris, the now features Chris Bassett. Chris Bassett is joining us. And, and if there's one thing that I know about Baz. He's very fast. So this is good. Okay. I don't know. I just I just made that entire thing up. But keys and peas are one segment now, and then we'll get to sexy picks. Keys. I've never thought about Chris Bassett's individual speed, but now I'm now I'm curious. I bet he was a pretty scrappy guy. I mean you know did things quickly. Yeah, I think so. Do you seem like a fast driver? 
No, he doesn't. He seems like a pretty slow driver. <laughs> that should be our opening question to him. Okay. Without any context, do you drive fast? I'm going to write that down because I'll forget. <laughs> I already love this hour. We're, we're about three fast. seconds in, and it's the best hour of the week so far. Keys! All right. Since Nebraska does have a game tomorrow. Here's a key. Nebraska needs to be able to work Penn or Penn State <laughs> needs to be able to. I'm just Apparently, I'm taking a job too. I don't know who Nebraska's playing. Um, <laughs> Nebraska needs to be able to work Purdue East-West defensively, and what I mean by that is you saw against Northwestern they had a lot of success with these linebackers that maybe aren't the fastest at getting to the sidelines at really sort of getting to that edge of the field. I mean, they, they weren't really able to do it against Minnesota because Adrian Martinez was banged up. When they could do it to Minnesota, it was on a couple well-called counters where you had the kick-out blocks from Travis Vokalek and Ramir Johnson just won to spots and then won down the sidelines. I think that they have some real advantage on offense with the edge of the field. I think this is going to be another day where you're going to need Adrian Martinez's ability to run the option. I think that can be a real threat for them. And I also, you know, this no one no one loves to hear this, but you can hit Ramirez on some of those dump off passes. I think that's going to be really valuable for him too. I, it feels like this is the sort of game that Ramirez Johnson could, you know, he's basically built on every game he's played this year. He got knocked out of the the Minnesota game, so he couldn't completely build off of the the Michigan one. But he's he's played better each game. I think that continues on Saturday against yeah. Purdue. One of the one of the actual good things about having a team and an offense that really can pick its spots and, and scheme you, I think Sam McEwen has referred to it before a lot of times as a pick a play offense. One of the one of the advantages to doing that is you're not really boxed into anywhere. So Purdue on the defensive side of the ball has one really, really good they have a couple really good players. Um and but one that could potentially wreck the game, as Scott Frost said yesterday, and George Karloftis. So I think I actually have a good amount of confidence in Nebraska's ability to kind of scheme around him a little bit. Um, now, I don't have a lot of confidence in their ability to conventionally block him, <laughs> given Nebraska's tackle play in the post Teddy Prohaska era here. Um, so that will be a factor. But I think they can come up with ways to kind of scheme, like you said, get him in conflict with that option. Um, on his toes a little bit, make him pick, and then you could pitch it off. Um, and then Adrian, you know, always stepping up in the pocket and, and scrambling and kind of running for his life is always going to be a, a piece of what they do. <laughs> and I actually weirdly don't think it's a huge disadvantage for Nebraska to have that shot in their bag tomorrow. You know what I mean? Uh, there's a play call. Whatever routes you want to run, fine. Adrian's just going to have to sidestep a guy, yeah. juke another guy, get out of a tackle, and it's either going to go for three or 37 yards. So that would be, um, I guess, key number one there would be minimize Karloftis' impact, I suppose. Yeah, that's that's definitely, um, that's definitely a big thing. I, some of it... Some of it is you you have two options with a guy like that. You can always try to stay away from him um or you try to counteract him moving up the field. And so that's kind of, you know, where yep. where Adrian and those draws can really come in. Draws that's where misdirections those counters could be really effective and especially if you Screens. if you trust the Chancellor Brewington Travis Vokalek bring the tight end back across that your first level guy Turner Corcoran, or I think it'd be, I think it'd be Turner Corcoran, how he lines up. 
Um, he moves to the second level. You basically open up that defensive end, which could wreak a lot of havoc. But if that tight end comes through, you kick him out, you open up a lane that way. So, um, yeah, you're right. I mean, Karloftis, you have to know – you generally have to have a pretty sound assignment on him at all times because he can – he can flip a game pretty quickly. Uh, and, and the thing is with Nebraska, and someone else mentioned this this week, might have been Brunson, might have been Parker, I can't remember. They've played a lot of those guys, maybe not to the extent of, of as high of a draft pick as Karloftis is going to be, but they've faced a lot of fairly disruptive edge players. <laughs> or players. Um, well, I meant like just this year. Just this year. Because like Aiden Hutchinson is probably the, the highest of the – of what they've gone against, but they, they face pretty good edge players almost every week, save for the Fordham Buffalo, you know, tandem. So uh, because of that, they, they should have at least a general sense of how they want to play them and how they want to scheme them. I think so too. And I, like I said, I, I like their ability to do that today, even though like you're undermatched in that very specific spot, but you have other places where you can kind of direct the game and I think that could work out to Nebraska's advantage this week. So minimize um, Karloftis. Defensively, I think for Nebraska, um, you know, the David Bell thing is you, you never want to go into it and just be like, well, you know, he's going to he's gonna get his. But he is. So w- where Purdue has not done well this year, and it's, you know, I guess let me know if you feel like this conversation is similar to what we've been having around here is – they put a, a lot of yards, but they put up a lot of empty yards at times as well. They they're built on um, you know some of these big plays to to David Bell down the field, and some of their 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 tight ends a pretty good player too. I think his name is Durham, um, Payne Durham. He's a pretty good player as well. But they got to score from quite a ways out. It gets tricky for them when they they don't chunk drives. Mm-hmm. Like they you know if you can force them to be patient, that's going to work for you. It, if if they're in the red zone, they have trouble converting to that, those to touchdowns, just like Nebraska does, as well. So I mean, it's it's actually very nitpicky and very specific. But on the big bell plays, don't let him score. You know what I mean? Like, don't let him be in the end zone. So if you can stop him short of that, um, like you'll, I, I think you'll take. So Bell and Karloftis obviously are the two guys to kind of watch out for, and I just went through it on Karloftis. For Bell, like I think the reasonable goal there for him is whatever it is receiving yards wise is probably okay, but you just can't let him catch a touch. You can't let him catch two touchdowns. You know they gave up one last year on 130 yards, and Nebraska found a way to win the game by 10. So I think that's a similar formula as to the one you want to employ this week. Yeah, uh, we we talked about it. Like the the inside linebackers, those guys are going to be key. Those guys are going to have to um, really tackle what's in front of them, because some of the other things with what they've kind of struggled with. If if you're able to to scheme up those players against inside linebackers, there's a lot of space in the middle of Nebraska's field because guys get pulled in different directions. So it's not like they're going to go get like 40 yards, but they could go turn a six yard route into like a 26 yard gain pretty quickly for sure and you you want to eliminate that um i the i keep going back to this i think we're going to see a lot of four-man front or what looks like four-man front because i don't think we're going to see a ton of damian daniels on on saturday he's going to play but i think you're going to get some ty robinson ben stilly in the middle uh caleb tanner and um 
and uh, Garrett Nelson as as defensive ends. Like, you say that just situationally. Um, I think I think you could see it a lot if if Purdue scraps the running game. I mean, that's what they did in the the third and fourth quarter against them last year, and I, it led to pressure. They were able to to come up the middle with you know Ben Stilley handled his guy last year the whoever the guard was for Purdue pretty well. I mean, if you recall, and many fans rejoiced over this, people forget. Nebraska forced holding penalties in a Big Ten contest last year because they couldn't be blocked one-on-one in the Purdue game. Mm. And a lot of that was from the you know pressure up the middle. So I, I think you're going to see that to an extent. You said something earlier today that I hadn't really thought a lot of, which is Nebraska essentially needs three versions of JoJo Doman because there's times where he's one of your most key coverage players. There's times where you sort of wish that he could just hang out in the middle of the field, mm-hmm. and then there's times where he needs to be your best passer. He's he's their best defensive playmaker, which is the middle of the field part. Mm-hmm. He's probably one of their best guys in coverage, and he's probably their best pass rusher. And so I was sitting there thinking, like, man, imagine a defense where you could clone three versions of that. <laughs> right, yeah. Or if if you could just have it where he somehow is capable of doing all three in the same. Look, play. yeah, I'll, I'll take I'll take the pass rusher at a different size. Like preferably yeah. your preferably your best pass rusher doesn't weigh two hundred twenty pounds, but or whatever JoJo weighs. Yeah, it, some of it with him is that there's a suddenness to his movement that you know you and I like Garrett Nelson a lot, but you know when Garrett Nelson's coming, he's, yes. it's not like a suddenness. It's He's overpowered a guy, and he made a really nice quick move, and he has some quickness to him, but it's different with Doman. Like, Doman coming off of the edge is a faster to a spot yep. than what either Tanner or Nelson and, and, frankly, they haven't been able to do much of that with him this year because... Uh, the, the Northwestern game yeah. and, I think, either Fordham, he got a pressure or two in that way. They He's too valuable they in need the him, other two-thirds yeah, of the They need the him defense. back, yeah. yeah. So it's when you said that, I, I don't know why I hadn't thought of it before, but it's basically like he's such a luxury, and yet at the same time you're left wanting more because you could use him in so many ways. Oh, 100%. For so. sure. He's an, he's a really important piece um, to this defense, and the question remains on how they're going to kind of replace that next year. It probably takes two Can or three Can they guys. replace that? It probably takes two or three guys to do it. Yeah. Like we said, because there's three parts about him that are just really valuable for Nebraska's defense. Okay, props. We always start with the Adrian Martinez stuff. I so he had what thirty four rushing yards against Minnesota a couple weeks ago. Did he have that many? I don't. Maybe actually, maybe it wasn't even that many. I will look. You continue. They tried to run him, and then it was like, yeah, mm, no, that's that's not really going to work today. Him being back healthy is significant. He's been historically very good against Purdue. Um, I would expect Adrian to have a pretty big game, and and. I would set his rushing yards a little bit higher. I mean, usually we settle in the 55 kind of range. Um, maybe I'll bump it up this week because I think it's going to be higher than that. I think Adrian's fully back, and and he's a big piece of what has to go for this offense. So what was your guess for rushing? 34? Rest? Was it 34? Why Adrian is that number? Martinez had negative 17 yards rushing against Minnesota. That was close. He had eight <laughs> attempts. He gained in that. Eight attempts, five positive yards. Also, in that eight attempts, he lost twenty-two yards. Yeah, he got sacked a bunch. I, did, does the sack count against the rush in college? Yes. I, I never remember how it works. It does in college. It doesn't in the NFL. Okay, man. There we go. So yeah, um, he also ran a couple option plays that had no chance. Well, the first play of the game was a negative one-yard run that sort had of no set chance. a tone. 
Yeah. You know, there's there's a lot that happened on that first play, starting from the personnel to the results of the play Brody to the general belts. feeling of it, Brody where belts. I was just like, oh. So we're doing this today? Yeah. And then the two passes, and I was like, all right, I'm yep. just going to, I could pack up, drive home, yep. listen to the game on the radio. I know how this one turns out. Could pretty much write it at a rest stop in Iowa. As to what's going to happen. And then they ran a double reverse flu flicker, and you're like, oh, we're, we're back. I, to be honest, like as that game started, I thought Nebraska was going to lose by a lot more than they did. So you, I got to give them some credit in that regard. But it it was such a like sunken. Like, oh, it was on that path. Yeah, it was such a sunken feeling to me. Like it's basically, yep, this is this is a, <laughs> they, they chose this door. Here's where we are. Bad door. I don't think you're going to see that on Saturday. I mean, this isn't. No, this I think they play well. I, if We haven't talked about it much all week, but I, I have a. I have a good feeling about this one for Nebraska. I, I feel like you'll be reset, refocused a little bit coming off of the bye week, which is good. Um, you get that out of focus, and obviously you have another one coming up here, but it's not as necessary. Yeah. It's not as needed. I, I think Nebraska will look good, maybe as good as they have on offense. This and is Purdue's a- not a, not a not a you know Swiss cheese defense right. here either. So I, I and I think I think they'll be okay though. Swiss cheese defense. Yeah. No, I, I know what you meant. I just I haven't heard it phrased. That's a that way that's in a, while. a cliche. No, I haven't heard it phrased in that way in a while. Yes. Like it's just it's not something. It's I've... very like nineteen ninety eight broadcaster yeah, for sure. Pretty much. I like. I got it. a Swiss should, cheese defense. You should bring it back more. Do, do you agree that this game kind of fits along the lines of of an Illinois Northwestern Minnesota where the expectation is Nebraska handles itself, it's going to be able to handle the opponent too. Correct. And they've done that one out of three times so far. Yes. Uh, and I, I feel like in this situation, all now all four times, you and I have been reasonably confident that you're going to get the good version of Nebraska. I wasn't. I wasn't so confident against Minnesota. Yeah, but, I was. Yeah. I was. I think we were opposite a little bit because I wasn't that confident against Illinois. I thought they'd win, but I thought it'd be close. Yeah. And then against Minnesota, I thought they'd win, and I thought they'd blow the doors off of them to be honest and this week against Purdue I think it's gonna be a win and close and I think you're the opposite yeah we'll see I feel better about which version of Nebraska shows up that's for sure all right um any props you want to throw in uh we can we can always do the turnover one actually let's just do this over under one safety in the contest (laughs) I'm taking the over and I'm saying Nebraska gets a safety because they're going to block a punt and the ball's going to roll out of the back wow. of the end zone. What is this? Is this an oddly specific it prediction? It was my oddly specific mm. prediction. Gotcha. Hey, by the way, on that, I almost I almost got it again against Minnesota. What was yours? I said that Nebraska was going to have a 16-yard punt return, and they had like an 8-yard punt return. Which for Nebraska is almost 16. Which is basically yards. 16. <laughs> was it in the second quarter? Um, was that part of it too? I don't no, know if I specifically said quarter. when it was Oliver Martin. I said Oliver Martin. Yeah, and it was in the it was in the third quarter because yeah. they were going. Yeah, they were going towards us in the press box. Yes. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. We should probably adapt that that bit. Can we steal it on the show? I don't, yeah, sure. All right. I, I don't mean, have especially if week, if this week's guest's proclamation that uh, we just don't have it for the Ohio State game comes <laughs> to fruition, and then we just stop altogether. Podcast killer. Yeah. <laughs> You you invite somebody on for their first appearance. It's like I don't and think they want this you to exist. They want you to kill the show. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Uh, we'll take a quick break. Chris Baznett of the Lincoln Journal Star. We'll talk some Husker hoops with him. With them as they get ready to go against Colorado.
on Sunday. We'll sneak in some football as well next. Follow Connor and Mike on Twitter at Connor Happer at Mike J. Schaefer. You're listening to Happer and Schaefer. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.